My name's Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Hi. Now, this is a multi-platform release, so I want a full report on Fresh all... Cakes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of the Fresh Cakes Podcast. I am your host, Donnie Finkel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Donnie Finkel. Uh, the link is in the bio to all of my shit, uh, where, where to find it, all that good stuff. We are brought to you by Fresh Cakes Sports. Uh, check out the blog. Uh, I've had a lot of family stuff going on, so I haven't been able to do much blogging uh, or much of anything, really, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, we're get, we're back now. We're going to get back into the swing of things. Uh, you know, obviously, we're back here on the podcast talking gambling. I had a decent week last week, actually. Uh, of course, naturally, uh, I forgot to put in my bets. Um, and I think I had a parlay that would have hit if I didn't, so... Uh, I straight up just forgot to, to put it in, and I think the, the, the parlay that I was going to put in was going to hit. Uh, but other, otherwise, still wasn't horrible. Horrible week. Uh, good week uh, all around. I got fire fucking picks for you this week. Absolute fucking fire flames picks this week. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, very excited about the picks this week. I got a couple of them. We were going to start uh, with my mortal lock of the week in the NFL. And I'll say it. This is a team that I've gone back and forth on many times. I like the matchup. I like the line. It's a big line. But the Tennessee Titans, minus 7.5 over the Jags. Plus, uh, obviously, they were plus 7.5. Uh, but t- the Titans, it's a big number. The Jags absolutely stink. I know they've been playing better as of late. They've been keeping the games closer. Uh, but Tennessee is fighting for a playoff spot. You know, they're 8-4. and four. Uh, They're right in the thick of things. Obviously, if the, if the season ended right now, they would be in the playoffs. Uh, and, you know, they've been playing pretty well as of late as well. So, uh, Tennessee, Jacksonville, mortal lock of the week. Uh, Tennessee, minus seven and a half. Take that to the motherfucking bank. Uh, all right. Next one I got for you uh, is a little less, you know, uh, a little less uh, smaller line. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a, honestly, probably one of the better games, in my opinion, of the week. Uh, one o'clock matchup looks like here. Uh, the Colts Raiders. Uh, I had the Colts last week. That was my mortal lock of the week. That hit. Uh, I like the Raiders. The Raiders are coming off of a, a short. I'm sorry, a, a bad week. Obviously, almost losing to the Jets. The Jets did cover. Um, so, but Colts minus three. They covered last week against a bad, you know, Texans team that's been playing better of late. The Raiders are a good team. You know, they're a solid team. Uh, I would put them, you know, right in the middle. Uh, but the Colts are playing really well as of right now too. Uh, you know, obviously they're right, you know, in right right in the same spot as the Titans fighting for a playoff spot. They have the best defense in football, frankly. That's why I'm taking them. Um, you know, anytime they're a favorite, you know, of a couple a, a couple points or more, uh, I definitely would take a look at it. You know, this week I just happen to like the line. You know, the defense has been playing really well. Uh, the, the Raiders are going to be without Josh Jacobs this week again. It looks like he hasn't practiced all week. I'm um, recording this on Friday, so. 
maybe that's changed since then, but Colts minus three. Uh, very, very confident in that one as well. Uh, another one I'm confident in, and I kind of was like, I was talking to my buddy about this one, uh, and I was saying to him, I'm like, I don't know if, like, am I overthinking this? I couldn't tell. There's the whole, I plan, I promised myself I wouldn't bet on any, any teams with a bird mascot again. That's obviously, you know, not going to be the case because I'm about to take the Falcons minus one and a half against the Chargers. The Chargers got their absolute dicks kicked in by the Patriots last week. Uh, the Chargers are, frankly, even if it is a close game, and I think it might end up being a pretty close game, they can't close. Uh, you know, so a small line like that, minus one and a half for the Falcons. The Falcons have been playing better of late. Ever since Raheem Morris took over, the defense has been playing a lot better. Uh, you know, they are out. They are going to be without Julio Jones this week, which does suck for your fantasy team. Uh, you know, but as far as as far as the the line is concerned, I think one and a half is way too small not to take. Uh, so definitely take the Falcons. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm uh, not gonna. I'm I'm breaking my no bird rule uh, for the Falcons. So, uh, definitely taking that. And I always, this always seems to happen. I, uh, the, the next one that I have, I always seem to have like w- at least one team and it's not because of the value of the pick. Usually sometimes it is, but I got Washington, the Washington football team plus three, even money right now against the Niners who, yeah, they, you know, they, they fought with the, the with the, with the bills last week, but the, but the uh, Washington football team is coming off of a big win over my Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not I'm not happy about it. I don't want to talk about it. It wasn't great. I was watching the game ready to rip my fucking hair out. Uh, but that's when that's how it is for most games that I watch with the Steelers this year. Even though that I've been saying that they're the most frustrating 11 and 0 team. Or I'm sorry, they were the most frustrating 11 and 0 team I think I've ever seen. Uh, so Washington football team, you can get them right now plus three, even money where I see it. Uh, you know, the Niners, like I said, they had a decent game. You know, they played a decent game the night, Monday night against uh, the Bills. Uh, but they are playing, uh, I believe they're playing in Arizona still. Uh, they can't play in their uh, in their home stadium right now due to COVID, COVID restrictions. Uh, so I think that Washington's playing a lot better as of late. Their defense is, is, is phenomenal. And you give that good of a defense uh, to Alex Smith, he's going to keep you in the game. You know, so I think that, a, a, I think they have a shot to win the game. I mean, the, their money line's plus 145. Might be something to take a look at. So, you know, there's a possibility there. Uh, you know, that's a possibility that I might end up taking that as well. Um, and then the last one that I have for you is maybe a bit of a homer, homer pick. Frankly, I don't give a fuck because I like the line. It's a small line. It's Pittsburgh Steelers against the Buffalo Bills. Plus one and a half. Over under in that game, 47. Take the over. I guarantee you that over is going to hit. That's not the pick, though. That is, well, that is a pick. The pick, though, is the plus one and a half for the Steelers. Uh, money line is offline right now, so I can't see what the money line is on that game. But, you know, they're going to be coming off of a bad loss. They always play down to their competition. So, obviously, going up against a team like the Bills, you know, they win this game. They're in the, you know, they clinch a playoff berth, which, you know, obviously, knock on wood, you know, as long as as long as there's no uh, catastrophes or anything like that, they should be in the playoffs. But so, uh, you know, I'm taking them, like I said, plus one and a half uh, over 47 and a half. Another definitely also going to take that as well. Um, so, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, like I said, definitely. Sorry, I was getting my phone is blowing up. Anyways, uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh minus one and a half. I'm gonna, I shouldn't, yeah. 
Pittsburgh minus one and a half. I'm getting a little flustered over here. Alrighty then. Uh, so those are the NFL picks. Uh, you know, I did talk a little bit about the Steelers last week. Uh, you know, they ended up being around what I expected them to be. I believe they were a five and a half point, six point favorite. Uh, they obviously did not cover uh, because they lost the game and it was a very frustrating loss. Uh, I blame that on myself because to be completely honest with you, I was not. I've So I've been wearing my Steelers jersey every single game they played. I don't wear it on Sundays. nor I don't play, wear it on a Sunday if they're not playing, but I've worn my jersey every single week since the season started, except for last week. So so you could call me Acon Steelers fans, put the blame on me. That's on me. Uh, you know, I will, uh, I'll take, I'll take that one on the chin. Should have wore the Jersey just to, uh, ended up watching the game, not at my house or, or wherever I had the Jersey. Uh, so either way, like I said, uh, put the blame on me on that one. Uh, definitely my fault. I will, uh, wear it, uh, pun intended, I guess you could say. Uh, so let's get on to the NFL, so the, uh, college games. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to wait until like, I'm going to wait until college football's over to start doing college basketball, I think, uh, just because it takes away from the college football picks. Uh, first one on the docket for college football. Uh, I've been big in on Coastal Carolina for a while. I loved the mullets versus, uh, Mormons t-shirt that I, that, that, that was making the rounds on, on Twitter. Uh, that was pretty funny. So they're a big favorite against uh, Troy plus their, I'm sorry, minus 13 and a half. Uh, you know, they're just, they're a very good team. I mean, they ended up really taking, you know, really taking uh, BYU to the cleaners last week. I know that there was, you know, BYU, BYU shot themselves in the foot a couple times here and there. And pretty much what we found out is that BYU is actually phony. Uh, you know, they're not a real, you know, top 10, top 15 team like, like we thought they were. Uh, you know, same in you know the opposite could be said for Coastal Carolina. I mean, they they you know on a with very very little uh, time to prepare, they they came out and they beat the piss out of them. So, uh, shout out Coastal Carolina. Uh, like I said, minus, minus thirteen and a half. Uh, very very excited about that pick. Uh, Troy stinks. Uh, I mean, Carolina. Like I said, Coastal Carolina is legit. You know, so uh, yeah, like I said. Uh, next one is a Big 12 matchup, Oklahoma State-Baylor. Over-under in that game is 49. I haven't taken any over-unders yet, really, uh, except for the Steelers. So I'm taking the over in this game. 49 seems really low. I know it's the Big 12, uh, and a lot of times I do always, you know, I always do caution that whenever it's a low over-under in the Big 12, usually there's a reason for that. This seems like it's not that low, though. I mean, it's, you know, basically 50 points, uh, you know, both teams, I think, can score enough points here. You know, Oklahoma State has, has been a pretty good, pretty good performing team all year. Uh, you know, I think the few times that I have bet on them, they've actually uh, they've won me some money. So, uh, and it's like I said, it's Big Twelve. You can never bet, and if you bet an under in a Big Twelve game, just know that I hate you because it could be the highest over there is, but just don't bet the under. Like, you know, like we're not. I'm not saying you have to bet the over if it's seventy five and a half, but just don't bet the under. Don't do it. You're an asshole if you do. No one bets the under in the in a Big 12 game, especially because God forbid you bet the under and it, the over hits in like the first half, which I've seen happen multiple times. Don't do it. Just don't do it, man. Just don't be that guy. Don't be an asshole. Uh, next one on the docket is the uh, is SEC matchup, Auburn-Mississippi State. Uh, Auburn uh, minus six and a half. Uh, Mississippi State is just hot garbage. Uh, you know, obviously after they lost to Ole Miss last week, they lost to Egg Bowl. Auburn trying to get one more game in, and 
you know, Bonex has been playing better. Uh, they went into, you know, they won their game last week. Uh, did have the over in that game, which barely hit because they had to, uh, they had to, they had to kick a field. They kicked a field goal right at the end, uh, right at the end of the game. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Bo, Bonex has been playing a lot better. He always plays pretty well, uh, you know, against Mississippi State. Uh, so that's the pick there. Uh, a couple more games I got for you, and then we'll get to some other stuff here. Uh, this one's a really interesting line to me. I'm surprised that it's that Iowa is an underdog in this in this game against Wisconsin, especially since it's Iowa at home. Uh, Iowa's plus two against Wisconsin. Wisconsin coming off of a bad loss against against Indiana last week. Uh, Indiana, my guy Dick Facey uh, told me to take Indiana plus thirteen and a half, uh, and it hit obviously. And Indiana ended up winning the game. We, even with you know with the loss of Michael Penix Jr. who tore his ACL, uh, you know they started started the true freshman Tuttle, uh, and they went into Camp Randall and beat Wisconsin. So I can't see I can't say uh, yeah, I'm sorry I, uh, Iowa you know at home especially I like taking I always like taking home dogs uh, you know so Iowa plus two against Wisconsin uh, that'll be my last pick of the week. And uh, that's from both of my NCAA, all my NCAA picks at least. Uh, so quick, you know, quick pod this week. Uh, I've had a lot of family stuff going on. I had a, a, a grandmother pass away, so kind of had a lot going on. I had a funeral to go to, and I've had some other stuff going on too, other other family stuff. So uh, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a long couple weeks. So I just wanted to make sure that I at least got some picks out there. And naturally, I have to get in the Donnie dumbass moment of the week which is brought to you by the artist formerly known as myself. Uh, that would be me because I am the Donnie Dumbass moment of – I am the Donnie Dumbass. Uh, so the this happened last week. Uh, I was at my mom's house and I had dropped a glass like a while back. Like it just dropped on the floor and smashed. And like I vacuumed everything up, picked everything up, or at least I thought I did. Uh, I had my phone on the couch dropped my phone behind the couch, had to pick it up. I didn't have any socks or shoes on uh, and stepped on a piece of glass and caught myself in three different uh, areas of my foot. And I'm telling you when that shit, when I tell you that shit bled, like there was no tomorrow, it fucking bled. Like there was blood on the carpet, blood in the bathroom. I put my foot in the bathtub. It looked like I killed somebody in there and like hit the body somewhere else. Like it was so much blood. Like, I apologize for anybody that's squeamish around blood, but, uh, yeah, it was crazy. So, uh, basically, the reason why this is a Donnie Dumbass moment is because I think I was walking around with glass in my foot for, like, a week after that because we tried to figure out – we tried to take all the glass out we thought we did, uh, and I thought I was just in pain because, like, I had, like, three big gashes on my foot. Uh, it turned out that there was a little piece of glass that was still stuck in my foot, and I had been walking around uh, for, like, a week, basically, with it. So kind of, you know, kind of, uh, just, I don't even know what to say to that, to be honest with you. Like I'm even, sometimes these things even stump me, uh, where it's just like the, the level of the dumb, like the, the buffoonery, uh, you know, that, that is the reason that I do things the way that I do. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm an idiot. What else is new? Uh, you know, it did give me a chance to bring back one of my famous quotes, why do I always bleed? Um, back in, I think it was back in high school, um, we were going fishing, 
on the rocks at a beach and my friend was like, Oh, take your shoes off because like, you're going to slip. You got more traction, like, you know, on your, on your, the soles of your feet than you would on your shoes. And of course my dumbass did not do that. Slipped right away, uh, scraped up my elbow real quick and screamed, why do I always bleed? Um, because I obviously hurt myself more often than I don't, uh, not on purpose, never on purpose. Uh, it just happens because I just, I'm a fucking shitbag human. Uh, but so that was, uh, you know, ended up being like a famous quote of mine that my friends always used to break my balls about and say, you know, anytime anything like that happened. So, uh, you know, good to be bringing back the why do I always bleed uh, quote, uh, you know, uh, and that's pretty much all I got. You know, I mean, we're going to get more into the baseball offseason, you know, hopefully soon. I have I've been trying to find some lines on whether. You know where uh, the the favorite or the favorites of each uh, player. You know, I, I I'm going off of my own my own uh, you know expertise, I guess, if you will, because I do consider myself a baseball aficionado. I would say the favorites, off the top of my head, at least, if I were a betting man, would be Springer to George Springer to the Mets, uh, Bauer. I honestly really think that Bauer could go to the Mets too, uh, but I'm gonna say the Angels. He's a California kid. They always seem to make a big splash every year. They need pitching more than anybody else. Uh, and it would be, you know, it's a big enough market where he can really still market himself. And he's, again, he's a California kid too. So I'm sure he probably, he, they, you know, he may want to go home. Uh, and, you know, DJ LeMahieu, I think the overwhelming favorite still has to be the Yankees. Although every day that passes worries the shit out of me that they're not going to resign him. Uh, because it's just, you know, anything can happen. I know that he's going to want, a certain amount of money or years. And I know the Yankees are always weary to give, you know, extra years to players that are older. He's already going to be 32 or he already is 32, but you know, he's the lifeblood of the team. And I think that you have to resign him at any cost. Uh, they've talked about Michael Brantley, I guess as a, uh, an option if they don't resign him, uh, I guess I mean, he's, a, he's a contact oriented hitter, much like LeMahieu. So that's, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, and I feel like I'm missing. Oh, and now Real Muto. Real Muto is the other one. Uh, I've if you had said if you told me in the beginning of the the off season that it was going to be the Mets that were going to sign him as well, I would have said yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They need catcher. They need catching help. They have, uh, you know, they have a, a new owner, Stevie Cohen, who's uh, you know got a lot of money, wants to spend money or whatever. You know, but it sounds like they're really in on James McCann, so are the Angels. Uh, you know, there's uh, both teams are, are, you know, really working hard to try and get it done. Uh, last thing I saw was, uh, I believe, from Andy Martino of SNY, said that the Mets were at the five-yard line with James McCann, so that takes them out of the Real Muto uh, sweepstakes. Same thing can be said, though, I, as, we, as uh, I record this, Dave Dombrowski, excuse me, was introduced as the... Uh, president of, uh, I believe the president of the baseball operations GM uh, of the Phillies. Uh, he had said today that there's going to be some payroll con constrictions this year, so they probably won't be able to re-sign Real Muto. Uh, you know, so Real Muto's tough because like a lot of the big market teams are not going to be interested. Like the Yankees have, the Yankees are not going to go that far with a catcher as far as years are concerned. He's going to want five, six years at least. Uh, you know, the the Dodgers have Will Smith. They have Caber Ruiz, who's a, a big-time prospect, uh, you know, in their minor league system, a catcher. Uh, I could see the Angels, I guess. You know, I mean, the Angels are always, like I said, the Angels are a wild card because they always do spend money. Uh, they don't always spend it wisely, 
Uh, they, you know, but they always are in the mix for guys. So maybe Real Muto, maybe they get Real Muto and uh, Bauer, um, you know. But without the Phillies, without the Yankees, without possibly the Mets and the and the Dodgers, you know, the Red Sox aren't in any position to sign anybody. I don't think you know for long term right now for that kind of money. Uh, so who knows? He may have to sign. I don't think he's gonna have to sign as a short term deal or anything. But I could see that if he you know wants to sign a one year deal and you know prove it kind of thing, maybe. Maybe the Yankees get involved at that point, uh, but I don't really know what he's going to do. I can't really tell. Like it's it's hard to tell. It's it's so early, even though the winter meetings are technically going on right now, even though they're not, you know, going on in person like they normally are. Uh, but those are like just kind of the favorites off the top of my head. Like you know, players that I think are, are places I think players are going to go uh, without having any legitimate betting odds. But you know, like I said, I do consider myself a bit of a baseball aficionado as far as. Uh, you know, I, I'm pretty plugged into the scene of baseball where players don't want to go and that kind of thing. So uh, so that's pretty much all I got for this week for you. Like I said, short episode. Just wanted to get something out there before the uh, games started. I'll tweet out the picks. Uh, I try to I try to put the picks out on my podcast or on my uh, my TikTok as well uh, at Donnie Finkel. Uh, so check that out if you haven't already. Uh, remember to follow me at the Donnie Finkel on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, rate the podcast five stars subscribe, review, follow us if you're on Spotify, do all of those good things uh, that I appreciate so much. And as always, my closing thoughts are have some alcoholic beverages, have some consensual sex, and have yourselves a fucking day. I will see you guys next week. I am out. See, most people flip the cakes. I replace the cakes. That's the Donnie difference. After all this time, I'm still into you.